He arrived jolly, a modern-day Santa Claus, brown skin, Colgate smile, putting his mask on like a hurried child before stepping out of his Ford 150 to hug me. 2,125 miles on the road to stand before me in the middle of this street, excited to show me his COVID setup. A five-gallon jug of water in the bed of his truck, a hose and nozzle strapped to it. He used it to wash his hands at gas stations, also dabbing some liquid sanitizer from the half-liter bottle in the pocket of his door or the two smaller ones in the middle console. Twelve hours ago, he had departed an adobe complex in Albuquerque. Nine days with my younger brother. And before that, a night in Kansas. Before that, in the far corner of a five-bedroom home in Dupree, Wisconsin. His wife, in a heart-shaped urn next to his bedside. And two grandchildren who call his name every morning, sleeping on the same floor, tucked in their own rooms. I visited Dodger Stadium for the second time that week. Our tests come negative 40 hours later. He comes up with an idea. It results in three and a half days of hard work building a wooden fence in our shared backyard. The man is built to keep active. So I welcome his project, skip lunch each day we work, and gain several blisters. He stands one leg bent on the ladder, the other on a concrete ledge, 63 years old, looking unbalanced but telling me otherwise, with a Ryobi skill saw digging sideways into a 4x4 post. He pounds a pick into the earth with the same force I remember as a child, as a teen working alongside him, begging to know when we were going to take a break for lunch. Take your time and do the job right, he says. But everything about his body betrays this philosophy. With the spring of a 26-year-old, he lifts pieces of pine board onto his lap, slicing edges off it with the command of a veteran. Where's your hammer? I don't have one. His face confused. What kind of man doesn't have one, it says. He comes back from the truck holding an axe, swinging the butt of it. He paces back and forth. Where's the pencil? Having misplaced the tape measure again. The level? Donde esta? He drills planks of wood into the post with a rousing dad-like coaching spirit. All right, my boy, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, it's going to look so good. Everyone in the block going to want one, too. Oh, yes, you see, you see. By his perk and tease, you would think he was playing the leisure game of tennis or basketball pickup game. But I'm losing brain cells as we pass 3.30 p.m. I'm long due for a naked bar, a banana, trail mix, calories. But there he is. The intense obsession of movement, every employer's wet dream. An endless image of vigor which only stops for the annihilation of water bottles in one gasping gulp. He crushes each bottle, tosses it on the floor like an animal. 4 p.m. I'm slowing down. I make a mistake. Oh, you can't think no more, he says. You getting hungry, my boy. Go eat. But I won't. I can't. I'll go on to 5.30 p.m. just like him. Drag my feet into the kitchen and cook for an hour, remembering how I can never keep up with them as a teen. I serve him meals I wish I could have served my mom. He shakes his head, cleaning the plate, still in disbelief I've become such a good cook. We hike on dirt that leads up to a summit overlooking a hazy ocean. Oh my god, so beautiful. He says it twice before we even reach the summit. This is how I grow up. 
he says. He tells Erica and I a story about how he got caught in a thunderstorm two hours from the ranch when he was 10. And you know, I hide under a small boulder and just wait because they teach us that lightning hits trees. At a steep path leading down to a beach, he turns to me again. Oh, so beautiful. The fourth one of the day. I wonder how many times I could get him to say it. We drink beers, watch basketball, and root for opposing teams. L.A., oh, L.A. will always have a special place in my heart. He lifts a photograph of my mom and I from the early 80s, tells me it's Calabasas. We used to drive around only reading the Atlas maps, just driving around no masa see, you know, no Google. My parents, two kids from the desert, the first side of the beach, off the coast of Palos Verdes and Redondo Beach, less than a handful of miles from the place in Torrance. On another trail, not another human for hours. No COVID here, he says. Then he adds ten seconds later, but maybe some crazies. You know, like terroristas? Maybe they dump COVID on us from an airplane. Imagine that? So that's where my imagination comes from. My dad, his license, still 5'8", still two inches taller than me, still a better man, still the image of good I want to strive for. 2,300 miles driven back, waiting in the Hamptons Inn Hotel by the Fox River in Green Bay, waiting for his COVID results so he could open the door to his home, have those two rugrats yelling, Grandpa, 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 oh, so beautiful. A 40-foot fence stained in cedar natural tone will remain in the backyard of where I once lived. It will get aged and weathered. Its vivid color will fade into a brittle grayish brown. But as long as it stands, I will always see the image of my dad. His hat turned backwards, dusty shorts, hiking boots, the frenetic energy ablaze. And his joy to be spending time with his son.